It's a goal! He's done it! Yeah, what a shot! This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Just Sports. Hello and welcome to Just Sports and it's been a while since Rahul and I have sat across the table and uh, did this. We were on Skype all the time. Rahul, it's been a while. I think I was kind of missing you. Yeah, it's good to have, good to be back, good to be sitting across the table, good to be discussing sports. Yes, so let's start. What's the topic, uh, what are the topics today? Uh, we're going to do like a football roundup. The EPL, the El Clasico, governance issues in football or in other sports. There is a lot happening. It's all murky. Politicians are running sports all over the world and it leads to a lot of conflict of interest. Tiger Woods, good to see him back, but is he back? And Nick Rosberg's retirement from Formula One, the Mercedes puzzle. What will Lewis Hamilton do now? So, Raul, let's start. Let's start with Tiger Woods. It was good to see him back, Raul, but it's going to be a long road. It is. It's going to be an awful long road. He, he finished 17th out of a field of 18. Um, you know, the, the, there were a couple of good shots here and there, but I mean, the overall the game is is one that's going to need a, a lot of work. Um, but it's just so good to see him back on the field. Yeah, I think it's just good to see him back. You know, yeah. I think it was just, he's got the swagger, he's got the attitude, and if he can just get the game together, it'll be, it'll be like a story which sports will remember, like yeah. a comeback from nowhere. I have no doubt that if, if he can stay fit, if Tiger can stay fit, um, I think he'll get his game together to be co- very competitive. Um, you know, obviously the the big question is whether um, he'll still be able to to get the sort of four uh, majors that he needs um, to to overhaul Jack Nicholas. I, I don't know anymore uh, whether that's going to be realistic or not. But you know, it, it'll be nice to see him back, and I, I'll be very very glad if you know next year, um, you know, maybe toward the latter half of the year, maybe at the Open or. Or something like that, he can sort of get his game together to give it a real run. You know, I would really want to see McElroy versus Tiger Woods. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's such both he, great characters. He's still such a draw, right? He's still such a draw for the for the sport absolutely, of golf. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, he's he's still um, even though he hasn't played. He's compet- Tiger Woods, and yeah. he has a story. I mean, the he, whole and I also feel Raul. I mean, let's let's be honest about it. This whole colorful history that he has and the whole thing that happened with his wife and all has just added to the mystery of Tiger Woods it's not taken away from him yeah absolutely I mean you know it, it, I think it's it's just become that much more interesting yeah we like um, the bad boys yeah and he's become the, that much more of an interesting guy you know he, he was you know so focused in terms of his golf and everybody sort of knew him and that and he was this golden boy um, that has, and he was a boring boy yeah and that halo slipped I mean it seriously slipped now but you know, the question is now is it, 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 if he can sort of get back, I think, to to challenging for tournaments, um, I, I think it'll do the world of good for golf because, um, you know, he's still that player with the X factor that everybody wants to follow. Yeah, and around. I think you could see that. You could see that in the shots. I mean, the one shot that I saw where he was in the bunker and he hit that ball straight in, in, into the hole. Yeah. I mean, that was vintage Tiger Woods. Yeah, that was something yeah. that mean, was like, wow. You know, there's there's no doubt. I mean, he's still got that X factor very much. And, uh, you know, it, it's good to have him back and it'll be great to really have him back. So, let's wait for Tiger Woods and uh, as one guy comes back, the other one retires. Nico Rosberg. Why, Rahul? Why? I mean, he just won the world championship. Um, I, the, the surprise. I mean, I think it took everybody by it surprise, just took everybody by surprise. Uh, that he was going to retire. Um, but you know, Rosberg was such an odd character this season. You know, he was so tightly wound. Um, 
uh, and then when he won and, you know, the, the sort of video he put up on Instagram and, you know, the relief um, that he could get back to being his normal self, I, th I think he, he decided he didn't want to go through that again. I, I think he just decided that, you know what, once is enough. I, I don't want to put so myself is he, through it. Is he another one of the victims of the pressure of sports? I mean, he is somebody who's always been the understudy. He's always been someone who's, you know, stayed in the on the coattails, let's say. And, and suddenly he was like the champion and now next year... He'll be defending champion. And the amount of pressure that he will have will, will be telling. So, I mean, is it just like, hey, I don't want the pressure. Let me get out of it at the top. Yeah, I, th I think that that's a lot to do with it. I mean, he's 31. He's got, he's got family now. He's got, he's got to think, I think, slightly more long term. But I think that it was a lot to do with the fact that he said to himself, well, look, you know what? If I'm going to win again, I have to be a certain type of person. And I'm not sure that he was willing to make that sacrifice to be that person again. Sure. He was very um, un-Rosberg um, this year. You know, he was uh, very curt with the journalists and, you know, he was very, very was sort a, of shut off. Otherwise, he's a mild, yeah, nice, well-behaved yeah, character. Yeah, he's, a, he's a very sort of mild guy. But I think that he had to become this really intense person. And I think that he now thinks to himself, well, you know what, that's who I've got to be if I'm going to win. Um, and I don't think he's willing to do that again. I don't think he's willing to put his family through it. I don't think he's willing to put himself through it. And, you know, now the question is, well, now with Rosberg gone, who's going to take his spot? Yeah, that's a big question. That's a big question for Mercedes because, I mean, Hamilton is there. And who is going to, first of all, be willing and happy to play second fiddle to Lewis Hamilton? And, and more of the question for me is because, I mean, Mercedes won the Constructors' Championship by so far. Sure. Whoever fulfills that slot de facto becomes Lewis Hamilton's biggest rival um, simply because Mercedes' car is so much ahead of, of everybody else. So de facto, he becomes his big rival. Yeah, but so, someone has to also agree to play second fiddle to him because he's not going to play second fiddle. But now, that, that's the question. I mean, do, do Mercedes go out and get a second fiddle driver and say to themselves, you know what, it's okay, we're not going to get anybody who, who is going to challenge Lewis. Um, because Lewis is our main man now, and we're going to take him and run with him, and then worry about the fact that oh, we maybe not, we may not win the. They might still win the constructor by coming third or fourth, because sure. I mean, it's 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 the constructor is still easy for Mercedes because, like you said, the car is so good. It will finish third or fourth if it's a decent driver driving yeah, but, it. Yeah, I mean, but then that's the gamble. I mean, that's the gamble, and it'll be interesting to see what team Mercedes do, how much uh, they side with Hamilton, or do they actually say to themselves, you know what? we do need some kind of protection here. And we also, I think last week what we were discussing, it's again going to put in focus that is it an individual sport or is it going to be a Ab team absolutely, sport? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, that, that's the big key, right? The, the key here is now is, is you know, um, do Mercedes say to themselves, well, look, we've got our number one and, and that's it. Or do they say to themselves, well, no. I mean, as Mercedes team, we should have the best two drivers in the world. So that's going to be an interesting question. So we'll have to wait till they sign somebody and the season starts. But football season is on and... Uh, it was a good weekend for a lot of teams. It was a bad weekend for a lot of teams. For Raul Puri, it was a shitty weekend. And, <laughs> you know, I, I, I hate to say, but, you know, I made money on it. So, yeah, it's, it's good for me. But <laughs> <laughs> now, it was a... It was a it like, was what a, really happened? It was a shitty, shitty weekend. Um, but I think, you know, all I'm going to say about it was that I think that for Liverpool fans, it was a real wake-up call. I think that um, a lot of us had got... Um, quite ahead of ourselves, uh, and you know, it was a, it was a, a a wake up to say, well, you know what, we're not the finished article. Um, there is still a long way to go with this team, um, and uh, you know, those old uh, flaws that that the team has, uh, 
mentally more than anything else. Um, you know, Bournemouth, and fair play to Bournemouth, I, I expected it to be a much harder game than it was. I mean, you know, for 70 minutes, we were winning that game easy. So you were 3-1 up, um, I mean, come on. Um, and I, I really expected it to be much harder, but fair, fair play to them. I mean, they, they really, you know, knuckled down and, and, and we, we crumbled. We absolutely crumbled and it was a, it was a complete disgrace. And also it's becoming very tight now. I mean, as Christmas is coming, you're seeing all the teams, you know, like becoming tight. There's Chelsea who suddenly woken up from nowhere. We discussed that in our previous podcast. I mean, City is, is there, but with Aguero gone, I don't know how important C- they will be. Yeah, City, I, th- I think the next sort of three or four games become very, very interesting. Um, you know, City now have lost Aguero. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, li- they play Liverpool, uh, I think, not next week, but the week after. Um, if City were to lose that, um, in theory, you know, they would have lost four games this season. Um, and they have the Champions worry. League. Yeah, that's a worry that they've got to be. Um, Chelsea and Arsenal right now look pace setters to me. I mean, they're, no, they're but Arsenal fine. always has a problem post-December. Arsenal always post-December just suddenly I, I'd like falls to argue that I, I'd like to argue that this Arsenal team looks a little different to me. Yeah, they, we say that every year. I, I, really, I don't know. I mean, the manager is still the, is the same. So I I'm know. not putting my money on Arsenal Wenger. Yeah, but I mean, I, I'm pretty impressed by Arsenal. I, I thought they dispatched West Ham really well. No, they did. I mean, my only problem is post-December. Like I said, I mean, post-December, I haven't seen an Arsenal team that's been able to sustain it. Sure. Except for maybe one one or two years when they had the Patrick Vieira and the Theory Henrys. But otherwise, they just disintegrate. That will, well, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens after that. But Spurs won well. I mean, they needed to, so they bounced back. They won well. Um, United got another draw. At least, you know, they didn't lose. Um, so from that point of view... But I think we were robbed. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we were robbed. Come on, Raul, say it. No, come on, Raul, say it. Raul, we were robbed. I don't think those Rahul, words were wrong. No, no, those words are never coming out. Raul, we were robbed. Um, okay, was that a penalty decision? There were lots of penalties. No, there was. Was there, there a were pe- lots of penalties? Was there a penalty? I see. I didn't bring it up. You brought it up, so I'm going to get this off my chest. Was there a penalty that was given? It, 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 it looked. It looked it. Did you? You know, if, it, if, if, if I, I wish that you guys were here right now and you could see the sheepish look <laughs> on Raul's face and he's trying so hard to sound convincing that that was a penalty. That was a penalty in some other planet. <laughs> not, not on Mother Earth. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, again, but I mean, you know what? I, after, I think, last week when everybody sort of wrote United off, but conceivably another couple of wins. And uh, they could be out right, there. Could, yeah, they could be right back. I mean, so... You know, it'll be a really interesting Christmas period, and and uh, Christmas. I think that's always... what sets up the EPL apart. You know, because Christmas period, everybody else takes a break, and everybody's on this holiday. Yeah. And EPL is at it. They're playing on like they yeah, just play like, literally three or four four games. I think in in, in five days or yeah, six in, days. In, I mean, that's in, in a week. So it'll be it'll be it'll be fun. And yeah, I mean, everybody talks about the El Clasico, and we got a few people telling us that we should discuss other leagues. So here here goes the El Clasico. It was anything except the El Clasico, and yeah. yeah my problem with these big games, Rahul, is that both the teams just sit back. I mean, I haven't seen a really intense, you know, was, big game. I mean, it was kind of more than that. I mean, it was just really poor quality. I it mean, was they just were, poor quality There were poor passes, there were missed touches, there were people that weren't controlling the ball. It was just really, really poor football. It seemed like they were, on, they were like sleeping and playing football. Yeah, anyway, it was, it was anything but classic. It was really, really poor. And quite frankly, I think Barcelona were very lucky. I thought Real Madrid... Deserve to win that game. I thought and they I were think much Madrid this year side. might just win the championship. Yeah, they were they were much the better side for um, a lot of that game, and it's really odd to see you know um, eighty ninety thousand at the new camp, and the new camp was very very quiet. You know, but one thing which I think with Barcelona fans, you know, do agree. I mean, I don't know whether they agree or not, but but notice that you know 
as soon as Iniesta retires, it's going to be a big gaping hole because you might have the Suarez and the Messis and the, the Neymars, but you have no one to feed them. Yeah, absolutely. I Xavi mean, and Iniesta were your engines. Barcelona's midfield was was really poor. Um, they had a lot of like holding players and stuff like that, but no, there's no creativity there. I mean, literally their creativity is coming right now from the front three. Um and that's not that's, that's not, not going to work for good. too long. Yeah, it's not. It's not. And good. even their back four. I mean, I don't think they have been able to find a replacement for Piol. I mean, and, their back and, four is, is and Gerard Bique is is on his last legs. No, their back four is really shaky. Um, and that's I think where Real have got a distinct advantage. I think I think they're a much more solid side. Solid than side. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, it was nothing but the El Clasico, but it was it was out there. And before we end, um, just a little bit on the governance issues. I mean, Sepp Flatter has decided not to appeal against his ban. And in India, we are still fighting with the Lodha Committee and the Supreme Court. Round. It's governance issues in sports is, is, is always going to remain because politicians control it. Absolutely. I mean, FIFA is a, a joke of an organization. I mean, we had all of that mess around doping, around the Olympics. And bribing. Yeah, and... around the Olympics. And we've got the IPL, which, uh, you know, is a saga that's going on and on. But I think sports is becoming such a big business. It's becoming such a huge business that... Um, you know, these are these are these are uh, opportunities. I think that you know everybody wants to sort of get involved, and a lot of politicians are involved, and a lot of businessmen are involved, and a lot of sort of business uh, interests are involved. So, you know, a lot of this stuff is there, and, and it's, it's it's more business. And and, yeah. and if you look at it, I mean, everywhere you see it, the clubs, the players that they sign, they sign on based on number of T-shirts they sell. Yeah, it's not about I mean, football I mean, look talent. at look at the 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 sort of row that's come up uh, in the UK now over sexual abuse. Exactly, um, and and how um, it, you know it it seems to have been hushed up. I mean, it seems to have been hushed up because you know. You don't want to hurt the image of the sport. You know, you don't want to hurt the perception of the sport. Um, and, you know, it, it's such a shame. And, and you know, it, it is up to these people who are uh, charged to act in the best interests of the sport. But unfortunately... But they, uh, none of them do it. Yeah, it's they, all, they don't it's seem, all come down to commercial interests. Yeah, and that's across be, sports. I mean, I don't think yeah. we can point, pinpoint right. one... Absolutely, I mean, sport. you know, it, it, it's across sports. I mean, you look at the whole they covered, game, yeah, they in, covered uh, Lance Armstrong. In, in NFL. You look at Lance Armstrong in in, in, cycling. Uh, in cycling for the longest time. Cricket in India, yeah, even in even India. even the match fixing thing in in, in South Africa or yeah. anywhere else. I mean, it's just it's just like let's go on with it. There's too much of money at stake. We can't break the facade. Absolutely, and we we don't want to break the perception. We don't want the public to start thinking, oh, I'm not sure about this. Sure. Um, it's a huge, huge problem. And, uh, you know, I, for one, I'm glad, uh, you know, that Sepp Blatter is not going to appeal. As far as I'm concerned, it's the most smartest thing he's ever done um, in 20 years in football. So Because he's just going to go away without threat. I mean, he could go to jail for it. He should go to jail he for it. He should go to jail for it. I mean, he absolutely should go to jail for it. Um, and I'm, I'm very glad to see he shouldn't be allowed anywhere near football. Okay, so then on that note, we're going to end this uh, this edition of Just Sports. Rahul and I will be back, we promise, next time again with more topics. If you guys want us to discuss something, please do write in to us. We, we have already given you our Twitter handle. You can write into News Laundry or you can write into Samar Mumbai Khan or at Rahul Puri. So just let us know if there's anything that you want us to discuss and we'll be happy to you know share our thoughts uh, on that. So till next week, like we said, if it's a goal, it's a penalty or a hole-in-one, we'll cover it. Raul, I hope you have a better result next week. Fingers crossed. West Ham, big game. 
West Ham big game. I see 2-0 West Ham. So, <laughs> yeah, note, you wish. On that note, we are going to end. Thank you, guys. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.